from the top, it looks like this crack in the ground, which you would never even notice. Um, you literally would not notice unless you came up to the actual split. When you're inside the canyons, it's this amazing swirls and curves of canyons, like looking up and you can see the sky almost peeking in. Welcome to Experiences You Should Have, your how-to guide for amazing experiences. I'm your host, Gail Manasco, and today we are going to be venturing into Antelope Canyon. Now there's different parts of Antelope Canyon and it is currently closed due to COVID, but please check the sites. Uh, this podcast is supposed to be inspiration for future travels, so it could be open this spring or next year. So listen to this episode as you are thinking about those bucket list experiences that you want to have one day. <laughs> uh, so I interviewed uh, Brittany Rizzuto. Uh, she can be found on Instagram as at Miss underscore Rizzo. And she and I did a, a podcast episode way back about hiking to Havasupai Falls. Uh, so definitely go and check that out. And you can follow her on Instagram. And you can also check her out on theadventurequeen.com. Now, Rizzo is a female solo traveler who's been to 60 countries, and she's on a mission to capture the Earth's beauty and inspire others to do the same. So, until further ado, let's check out Antelope Canyon with Rizzo. Welcome to the podcast. Well, actually, welcome back to the podcast, Rizzo. It's great to have Hi. you here. <laughs> yeah, Glad we, to be back. Thanks for having me. Yeah, last time we were talking, we're talking about hiking the Havasupai Falls. We weren't in a global pandemic yet. And, <laughs> and then 2020 hit. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> So how how have you been since uh, the global pandemic started? I've luckily been blessed with a lot of extra time to explore the beautiful state of Arizona, which is where I'm from. So um, I've always loved to explore Arizona, but now I just have a little bit more extra time on my hands to get to see all the places that, um, that are hiding in Arizona still. I love it. Yeah. So I was looking at, I don't know, just some guides about some of the top bucket list things to do in the United States. And one of them is hiking Antelope Canyon, which <laughs> you have gotten to do, right? Yes, I have. I've luckily got to visit it twice now. Wow. So when yeah. did you visit Antelope Canyon? So the first time I went was about three years ago. And then the last time I went was right before all this about a year ago. Well, good call on you for going before yeah. all this started. No. Uh, as far as Antelope Canyon, can you describe what Antelope Canyon is to our listeners? So Antelope Canyon is this amazing I want to say from the top, it looks like this crack in the ground, which you would never even notice. It's actually really crazy that you're just walking above it 
the whole time on, on your way out to the entrance, um, you literally would not notice unless you came up to the actual split in the ground. And you can, essentially, you can look down and see <laughs> that there's a giant hole down there. But um, from above, you wouldn't even be able to tell. It just looks like, you know, desert ground. And um, when you're inside the canyons, it's this amazing, um, like, swirls and curves of canyons, like, looking up. And you can see this the sky almost, I guess, like peeking in. So it's actually really amazing. Oh, that sounds incredible. Now there's a lower and an upper canyon, correct? Yeah. So there's two, the canyon is divided into two and each tour company will service different parts of the canyon. So just depends on what you're looking for. All right. Well, we will get into that later into the discussion, but what I really want to hear about is your your favorite experience of hiking Antelope Canyon? So the first time I went, obviously, it has to be nearly one of my favorites, um, just because it's the first time you really do see it and you're just like, whoa, this is crazy. I can't believe this is in my home state. Um, it's so beautiful. And there's a lot that goes into it. So I'm from, I live in Scottsdale, Arizona, um, which is more of the Valley of Phoenix. And um, to get to Antelope Canyon, you have to drive all the way north, uh, which is about four hours to a town called Page, Arizona. And now Page, Arizona borders Utah. So it's pretty much right at the southern border of Utah, very north border of Arizona. Um, so it takes, like I said, it takes four hours to get there from Phoenix. And another route that maybe if you're coming from a different part of the U.S., you can fly into St. George, which is only about a three-hour drive from St. George, Utah. Mm -hmm. um, so that's probably the closest airport, I guess. Um, so we decided, me and a group of friends decided that we wanted to take a road trip and go see this beautiful place in Arizona. And so we drove straight through Flagstaff and then kept on to Page. And so ahead of time, you definitely want to make sure that you have your tour booked because it is quite the sightseeing place. It does get very crowded. Um, so we had booked reservations, you know, the night before, luckily we got lucky. Um, and then we head up there super early in the morning. So we had reservations with Ken's tours company and it was for 11 AM for the lower Canyon, which I can go in more detail about that in a little bit, the difference between the two. But so we went to the lower Canyon you basically walk about a quarter of a mile from the office where you check in um, to the actual split in the ground. And then, yeah, you wait in your wait, your turn essentially. And then you begin the tour. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so what was the most memorable part about that tour? Definitely getting down into the Canyon and looking up and just seeing all the swirls and curves. And it's, it's very like claustrophobic feeling in the lower canyon. Um, but it's something that you just have to see to like actually believe. And like still when you're down there, you're almost still like, I mean, every turn or every like time you look up, it's still like, whoa. And every, like every turn is kind of different. And you even have to kind of, at some points in the lower canyon, you have to actually kind of like hike over a rock, like hoist yourself over a rock a little bit. So it's very narrow in the lower canyon, which I personally love the most, feeling like you're in a slot canyon. Yeah. Wow. 
I mean, yeah. right now, sometimes I just feel like I just want to go hide out in a slot canyon. Yes, I actually <laughs> really like doing that. <laughs> it's very cool feeling. <laughs> Now, well, let's let's get into the Upper Canyon. What's the Upper Canyon like? So the Upper Canyon is just a few miles away from the Lower Canyon. Um, it's considered the easier one, so it's meant for everybody. Um, it so the difference between the Upper and the Lower is the Upper Canyon is going to be more wide, so that the shots are very open, not as claustrophobic feeling versus the lower is going to be very narrow, like I mentioned, and um, more claustrophobic, obviously. Uh, so yeah. it depends if you want that wide angle view of the canyons or if you want to feel like you're enclosed and kind of in slots. Right. Both very cool. And uh, they both, I guess I should say, they both have their perks, uh, just depending on what you're looking for. Now, what about the views? from the upper when you're in the upper is it kind of the same swirliness that you see in the photos yeah so it is it's so actually upper canyon is the most photographed canyon so that when you see the famous shots of the light beam beaming in it's the upper canyon yeah. because in the lower canyon it's not um wide enough for the beams to get in so the upper canyon is famously photographed and they do a lot of photo tours there um because it does when it about midday it the sun beams in and provides that like that look of the sun beaming into a wider canyon so it still has the swirls mm -hmm. and it still looks like the red like the red orange rock um but it's definitely not as in tight in space now how much time did you spend in each canyon so the lower canyon takes a bit longer because it's more narrow um, everyone kind of has their own opinion about which one takes longer. Uh, I think they're both have a lot of people in general because it's yeah. such a sight, sight to see. Um, so it brings a lot of tourists from everywhere. Um, but the, the lower Canyon is indeed longer. It's about a mile or a little less than a mile. Um, when you're down there to describe like how the lower Canyon is when you're down there, you do have to unfortunately wait in lines <laughs> to walk the canyons because it's there's so many groups of people down there and they're sectioned off as far as you know there's a group of let's say 10 and then a group of 10 and so they kind of hold you down there until like the group ahead of you gets a little bit ahead so that now you can walk it and so unfortunately you will be down there and kind of waiting um so that does take long just because it's more narrow and there's a lot uh -huh. of people down there and it is just a little bit longer in length um, the upper canyon, again, if you're doing a photo tour, it can take long, longer because you're actually allowed and allotted that time to take photos and to catch the light beams and it's a little less crowded, but it is a little bit more expensive. Um, mm -hmm. So, but that one is not nearly like half a mile. It's like, I think it's like a hundred yards or something. Got it. Got it. Now we are in unprecedented times right now with a global pandemic. And we are recording this in 2020. So is, is it open right now? Can you go? Unfortunately, right now, you cannot go. Um, all the tour companies are temporarily closed. There's, I mean, they are in the Navajo land. So um, they, just like Havasupai right now, everything pretty much on the land is closed. 
Mm-hmm. Sad. <laughs> but they I will know. be back. <laughs> right. So now is the yeah. time for your bucket list future trip planning to be to be saving, thinking about it, looking at photos, to know yep. like this is a really cool experience you could have. Oh, one one day. Yes, one day, <laughs> but hopefully soon. <laughs> hopefully sooner than later. <laughs> so when it is open, um, how much does it cost for one of these tours? So they both, they say that the lower canyon is more, more the people's choice because it's less expensive. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit less expensive. They're, they can both range around the same. Um, they're both going to start around $50 range, depending on what uh, company you use. And then up to, so lower Canyon probably goes up to 90, 50 to $90. Whereas upper, I'm sorry, lower goes up to 90. Whereas upper will go up to 150 to even $200. If you're doing like a private photo tour. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and to get that shot of the lights beaming in, I think that's right. like kind of what everyone goes there for is that light beam. Um, but yeah. What type of day are those light beams coming in? So they say that the light beams will beam in pretty much when the sun is up. So it needs to be more like late afternoon, afternoon. So around between 12 and 1 p.m., maybe two, but that might be pushing it as far as where the light is sitting above the canyon. Yeah. Now, what about the time of year to go? So... Luckily, I got to go this time in October last year. Um, and so the best times are indeed uh, mid-October and about mid-March. And I mean, it's Arizona, so it's hot. Right. <laughs> and that's straight up the desert. And it will be hot if you're there in the middle of the summer. And that's just, that's just yeah. Arizona. But um, a lot of people do, in fact, like to go during our winters because they're less crowded. It's not as peak season and the weather's still really nice and you get to enjoy more of the beauty of it versus like being surrounded by tourists as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So listeners, you know, keep your, keep your eye on the sites, you know, maybe this winter, maybe the spring, maybe next fall, Yeah. but you could be putting, you know, the vibes out there for this to open and and maybe more like private group tours might become a thing. I don't know. They do do some. Um, they'll do that more with the Upper Antelope Canyon, which is why it can be more expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and those mm-hmm. are obviously would be a super cool experience. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, do you need to get any other special permits to go? Or you're essentially paying that to the tour company? You pretty much it should be all inclusive with the tour company. If anything, there is a Navajo fee of $8. Um, so whether the company itself wraps it in the, the total cost or you pay that separately to park kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, you can figure that out with the tour company that you select. Now, do you have a preferred tour company you like? So like I said, I like to use Ken's tours. That's what I, mm-hmm. that's who I use with the right. um, lower. And I think they're great. Um, there's also, which I do like as well, there's a lot of local guides, which I think is incredible because you get that real experience yeah. um, with the local guide and you can find them up there. Um, there's also a popular one, which is called Antelope Canyon Navajo Tours. Um, so they're pretty popular as well. Fantastic. 
Now, how should you dress for going to the upper or the lower? So depending on when you go, uh, obviously winter would be, would you would need to adjust to dressing sure. to the winter because it does get cold up there as well. Um, but if, you know, any other month other than like, you know, in spring, fall, even, I mean, obviously summer, you're definitely going to want to be comfortable. It does get really hot. Um, so I would just recommend wearing some type of hiking, hiking gear, hiking clothes, definitely comfortable, um, protective shoes because you are in a canyon. And like I said, you do kind of have to scramble rocks a little bit in there. Um, mm-hmm. Also, uh, the lower canyon, you do need to go down a steep flight of stairs to go in. And you do right. need to go upstairs to get out. Got so it. you do want to have, you know, good shoes on and a hat and water and a camera. <laughs> <laughs> now for the upper canyon, would that be considered accessible? Yes. Yeah, so for canyon is the most accessible to everybody. It's a easy walk in. Um, it's not as long. And versus when you go to lower canyon, you do have to go down a flight of stairs plus uh-huh. kind of hop over, you know, canyons or um, right. the rocks and stuff. So yeah, upper, upper canyon is more accessible to everybody. So even if you're in a wheelchair, you could go to the upper canyon? You could. Uh, yeah, I don't see why not. It might, you do have to take a four by four <laughs> to get to the upper canyon. Okay. Um, but I don't see why not. <laughs> Okay. All right. I love finding really cool, accessible experiences out there. So totally. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. And uh, are there any other tips for, for going or even like photography tips while you're there? Um, Like I said, the biggest thing to catch is light beams, which are in uh, the upper canyon only during so you'll want to book your tour around 1 p.m probably just to catch that beam mm-hmm. um and then uh you'll definitely need to bring a camera <laughs> uh, <laughs> and i just personally think that it's more enjoyable to go in the winter when there's just less people um, better for photos and just to really enjoy the experience and not feel like you're waiting in the line just to like walk forward right Right. That's the kind of part you don't see in in the pictures. (laughs) Is everybody waiting? (laughs) Right. I had no idea. I've only just seen the beautiful slots and and it's still worth it. It really is. But I think to have less people around would be more of like more memorable for sure. Yeah. Cool. Now let's say you're on a road trip, you know, you want to do something really cool after what where else should you go see? So if you've seen anything that talks about Arizona, I'm sure most people have came up, um, across the picture of Horseshoe Bend, which uh-huh. is this amazing, it looks like, again, kind of a canyon, like a circle, like a half circled canyon or half like, yeah, a half canyon basically with beautiful water at the bottom. The Colorado River just like runs through it and you get to stand way above it. And so that is definitely something you want to pair up with Antelope Canyon. It's only, it's probably about 30 to 40 minutes away from the canyons. And it's a must-see. It is so, so beautiful. Um, and so my favorite time to visit that, so if you can coordinate it with this Antelope Canyon, 
I loved Sunrise there. I've done Sunset and Sunrise there, and I love Sunrise. Like, it is so beautiful, and nobody is there. Cool. Oh, that's a great tip. So maybe, like, start out your day at Horseshoe Bend, Sunrise, and then be in uh, Antelope Canyon by the afternoon. Now, that sounds incredible. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. It's going on my list. Yeah, you got to add it. And then also when you're there, like I said, you're so close to the Utah border. Um, Lake Powell is right uh-huh. there in between both. And Lake Powell is so beautiful. And again, it kind of in the actual lake, it provides that kind of canyon look. So a lot, it's very famous for paddleboarding and kayaking through that. So you get to be on water in kind of like those canyon looking slots. Cool. Very cool. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you're going to be my vacation planner here <laughs> I know. now. This is I can great. help with that. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm a, I'm a foodie. Uh, I just, I love, I love good food. Uh, is, is there anything like special or interesting you should try in the area? So you will see a lot of, um side stands i should say like off the side of the roads that are legit navajo indian fry bread it is so good yeah um, like the kind that they make at the fair but also they call them navajo tacos so in- instead of it being like that sweet taste it'll actually be like a taco out of the navajo bread it is to die for <laughs> i am so in right now i know uh, <laughs> Can you mail some to Oregon, please? I know. I'm like, my stomach's starting to growl just thinking about them. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds delightful. Absolutely delightful. So I Uh, I would definitely recommend if you see one, pull over. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, thank you truly uh, for coming on the show. And um, and you have quite the social media profiles. I feel like you've just gone gone everywhere. Uh, how can people find you on social media? So you can find me on my Instagram. It's Miss underscore Rizzo. That's M-I-S-S underscore Rizzo. And I also have a travel blog called theadventurequeen.com. So you can look me up there. You can follow. And I um, always love connecting with people that want to know more about traveling. I always get tons of questions about how to do this and that. So I love sharing it with people. Fantastic. Well, I love it that you could come on the show today. And hopefully you listeners out there will be able to go to Antelope Canyon one day. Yeah, one One day, day. one day soon for sure. But at least now everyone will be prepped going into it. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) That's great. Thank you, truly. Thanks for having me again. It's so good to see you. Yeah, it's so good to see you. Thank you so much for listening to Experiences You Should Have podcast. It is so much fun to make this podcast and it is an odd time to have a travel and experience podcast as many of us are hunkering down at home and not traveling, especially here in the United States. But I hope I can inspire maybe a future road trip 
or a way to be socially distanced and in nature. Uh, So stay tuned. We've got some more episodes coming for you. And please tell a friend about the podcast. If you love this podcast, please give us a review uh, on Apple Podcasts. That would be excellent. And tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell someone across the line um, about this podcast. That just means the world to me. And please follow us on Instagram uh, under Experiences Podcast. Well, that's it for today, folks. But until our next adventure.